are listening to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, stay-at-home mom of three turned social media influencer, Jenny Peterson. Each week, we'll dive into online marketing, business building strategies that actually work, and I'll share with you how I built my online business, leveraging the power of social media from my cell phone. The term influencer is not just for celebrities, it's for people just like us. I really believe that all you need to get started is Wi-Fi and a dream. Let's go. I remember the first time I heard someone talk about imposter syndrome. It wasn't until I was an adult. It wasn't until like seven years ago. I had never heard of it. And it was such a relief and felt really good to be able to put a name to a feeling that I have experienced over and over and over again in my life. It was also so refreshing to hear somebody else talk about this feeling, imposter syndrome, and to realize I wasn't the only person that has felt this way, that it's a very normal feeling and we all have experienced imposter syndrome. This episode, we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about how to overcome feeling like a fraud. Now, just in case somebody out there is listening and has never heard of imposter syndrome before, listen, I didn't learn about it until a few years ago. I'm going to share with you Wikipedia's definition of what imposter syndrome is. Imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Despite external evidence of their competence, those experiencing this phenomenon remain convinced that they are frauds and do not deserve all that they have achieved. Individuals experiencing imposter syndrome incorrectly attribute their success to luck or interpret it as a result of deceiving others into thinking that they're more intelligent than they perceive themselves to be. What a horrible way to feel, right? Have you ever felt this way before? I know I have. As a matter of fact, as I'm recording this episode, I'm currently diving into a new business venture. And I'll be really honest, I'm just going to keep it 100 here. It is so freaking scary. (laughs) And I realized recently, no, this is not the first time that I have had these feelings. I've experienced these feelings before, but gosh, it's been a long time since I felt this way. And as I'm navigating this new business venture, I've been battling imposter syndrome. And when I say battling, I mean full-blown panic attacks, battling (laughs) thoughts and feelings like, who do I think I am? Why on earth did I think I could do this? This is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. It's taking so much longer than I thought it would take. What if I fail? What What if I can't do this? What if I fall flat on my face and everybody sees I'm just having all of these thoughts and these feelings and this self-doubt come up? And I wanted to share this experience, even though I'm in the middle of it, the messy middle, because if you have never experienced imposter syndrome, if you are pushing yourself out of your comfort zone consistently, If you are trying to grow yourself as a human being, if you are trying to do things that you have never done before, it's going to require you to become someone who you've never been before. And that newness 
and stretching yourself and stepping outside of your comfort zone, it's wicked uncomfortable. It's freaking scary at times. And a lot of times that's when these certain feelings and imposter syndrome surfaces. So I wanted to have this conversation with you, whether you have felt this before and you're like, oh, I know that feeling. I felt that before. If you're like, I've never had that feeling before. When you go to try something new, chances are that this is going to surface for you. So I want to share with you five tips to overcome imposter syndrome. Tip number one is name it, claim it, recognize what it is. When you have those feelings creep up, when you have those feelings of not enough, when you have those feelings of self-doubt and you feel yourself telling yourself things like, who do I think I am? Why did I think I could do this? Recognize, okay, wait a second. This is imposter syndrome. This is a very normal feeling. Why am I feeling this way? And then ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? For me, I had to to name it and be like, okay, I know what this is. I've experienced this before. This is imposter syndrome. Why am I feeling imposter syndrome? Oh, it's because I'm doing something new. It's because I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone. It's because I'm learning new skills. It's because I'm trying something new and it is scary and it's uncomfortable. And before I feel confident in this thing, I know I'm going to have to show up with courage, right? So name it, claim it, recognize it. This is imposter syndrome. Tip number two, I want you to challenge your doubt and I want you to take note of your accomplishments, like actually sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil and write down all of the things that you have accomplished in your life. What have you done in your past that is proof that you can get through this? Have you ever done something new and scary and you came out on the other side and you've learned from it? Write down your list of accomplishments and really go over each and every memory and experience and think about it. And think about how that has shaped you to become the person that you are today. And think about the things that you have accomplished in your life. Because when we accomplish things, when we do something new, and then we go on the other side of it and we've accomplished it, it gives us a sense of confidence. And we can kind of bank that confidence. So the next time we do something new and scary, we can draw on that bank of confidence that we have and be like, I remember I've done something scary before. I was able to overcome it and come out on the other side and kind of borrow from that reserve of confidence that we have banked up from our experiences of the past. Tip number three is to look around you. I want you to find examples of other people who have done what you want to do. Is there someone out there who has already done the thing that you are trying to do? Yes, perfect. That right there is testament that it can be done because I'm a firm believer if somebody else can do it, then I can do it too. If somebody else can do it, you can do it too. If I can do something, you can do it too. I recently did this exercise where I was looking for other CEOs, other women specifically who have done the thing that I want to do. And do you know what I realized? Oh my gosh. They're just people, ordinary, everyday people doing extraordinary things. And I'm sure when they started, they felt scared 
too. I'm sure it felt uncomfortable when they started. The difference between those experts who are doing the thing that you want to do and you and I, where we're at the starting line of something that we want to do, the difference is time. They're just a little bit further ahead than you are. That's all it is. They're just normal people. And that leads me into tip number four, which is change the dialogue when it comes to failure. I don't like the word failure. You're not going to fail. I say I either I win or I learn. And I'm going to use those learning experiences, use those obstacles to then teach others how to do it. Think about the people who are doing what you want to do. They're further down the road, right? I've often heard a couple of my mentors explain it as the 10% edge, and they explain it as all you need is a 10% edge, meaning you have gotten results for yourself or for someone else, and you're just a little bit further ahead down the road than others, and you can teach them how to get to where you are. And for some reason, this idea of the 10% edge never really clicked with me. Like I understood what it meant, but it just didn't click. And then today, while I was listening to a podcast from Shirlene Johnson, it clicked. And I'm going to share the example that she gave. She was describing an app. It was actually a traffic app that my husband used to use. I can't remember what it's called, but basically it's instead of using the GPS, you use this traffic app and it's a map that shows you where to go, but the users can go ahead and report what's further down the road. So the users who are on the same road as you can say, hey, there was just an accident right here at mile marker this number or at this street or avoid the giant pothole on the right-hand side of the road or be careful, slow down, there's kids or there's a deer or there's a car pulled to the side of the road. So you're going to want to get over to the left. The users could communicate to each other and tell the people who were behind them on the road what was coming up. And that clicked for me. When you are learning anything, you're just a little bit further down the road. The people who are doing what you want to do, they're just a little bit further down the road. And that's one of the reasons why we turn to mentors. That's one of the reasons why that's one of the reasons why we look to those people. And we look up to them for advice because they're literally on the same road. They're on the same path as we are. They're just a little bit further ahead. And I thought about that today and I thought, okay, so what if I fail? Changing the dialogue about failure. First of all, I don't believe I can fail. I believe either I'm going to win or I'm going to learn, right? Second of all, there's going to be obstacles in the way. I know there are. And what if instead of worrying about, oh my gosh, what if I fail? What if I hit these obstacles? What if I don't know how to overcome them? I'm going to tell myself, you know what? There are going to be obstacles, but I'm going to overcome those obstacles. It's going to become part of my story. And that's going to make that story so much sweeter to share. And it's also, I'm going to use those obstacles and I'm going to be able to turn around and tell the people who are coming down the same road as me, the same path as me, hey, you want to avoid X, Y, and Z. Hey, I I hit this obstacle. You don't want to make the same mistakes that I did. You're going to want to go to the left. Do you know what I'm saying? So that just really resonated with me a little bit better than this idea of the 10% edge, that we're on the same path. We're on the same road. If there's obstacles in the way, no worries. 
it's going to become part of your story. And you're going to use those obstacles to teach and help those who are behind you. Tip number five is to change your self-talk. Be kind to yourself. We are so freaking hard on ourselves. The things that we say to ourselves, we would never say to another human being. Be kind to yourself and catch yourself when you're in those moments. And when you have that inner mean girl is what I call her, pipe up really loud and say, you can't do it. You're going to fail. All those things, change yourself, talk, be kind to yourself, catch yourself and, and say nice things to yourself. And furthermore, you're not an imposter. You, my friend, are not an imposter. By definition, an imposter is a person who is pretending to be someone else in order to deceive others, especially for fraudulent gain. As long as you are showing up 100% authentically you, you, my friend, are not an imposter. You're not a fraud. I think it's kind of funny that we actually call it imposter syndrome because you're not an imposter and syndrome makes it sound like a medical condition. No, 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 no. Take your power back. This is just a very normal inner self-talk that we all have. And yes, you can overcome those feelings and just recognize that, okay, I'm doing something new. I'm doing something scary. That's why I'm feeling this way. And it's totally normal. So just a quick recap of those five tips. The next time that you find yourself feeling like an imposter, battling with imposter syndrome, do these five things. Number one, recognize it. Recognize that this is imposter syndrome. Number two, make a list of your accomplishments. Number three, look for examples of other people who have done what you want to do and have been successful at it. Number four, change the way that you talk to yourself about the word failure. Instead of saying, what if I fail? Realize there is no failure. You're either going to win or you're going to learn. And then use those learning experiences those obstacles that you overcome to then serve and teach others who are on the road behind you. And number five, change yourself, talk, be kind to yourself and recognize at the end of the day, as long as you are showing up a hundred percent, your true authentic self, you, my friend are no imposter. I hope that this episode helps you. I love you so very much. If you want me to send you a text each week with these episodes when they drop, you're going to want to text the word podcast to the number 385-220-8658. So text the word podcast to 385-220-8658. And each week I will send you a text with the newest episodes from the Social Media Influencer Podcast. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love you and I will see you inside the next episode. 